Welcome back, MTN Giants podcast, previewing the Giants at the Saints in week number 15, a 1 p.m. game tomorrow. Right now, the Saints are five and a half point favorites. Giants coming off three straight victories. This uh, Tommy DeVito thing is it's getting real, and he's been really good lately. And for the Saints, you know, they've lost three of their past four. They are coming off a nice win against the Panthers, where I feel like the final score was 28 to 6, but it didn't feel like the Saints were dominant in that game. They've the Saints have been weird the entire year. It's like, oh, one week Derek Carr is hurt. Oh, is he playing next week? Is it Jameis this week? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of confusion there with the Saints, but um they were supposed to win their division. Right now they're sitting at six and seven. I do believe that the Buccaneers are in first. Yes, they are also six and seven. They hold the tiebreaker. So a big game for both teams, right? The Saints are six and seven, Giants are five and eight. For playoff seeding in the NFC, the Saints are in 11th and the Giants are in 12th. So if the Giants are serious about making a playoff push, this is a big game to get. So to have that tiebreaker over New Orleans would be nice. I'm still not expecting to make the playoffs because a lot has to happen for that to, you know, to occur. Um, the Giants are still trailing like four or five teams to even get in a playoff spot. So it's it's far from likely at this point, but if they're going to make it, I feel like they have to win this game. So we'll see what happens um, on Sunday. But I hope you guys enjoy the video. Of course, we'll go through the injuries. We'll do the NFL spread picks at the end. Those were fire last week, by the way. So if you were going to pick one week to trail my advice, I hope it was last week. But hope you guys enjoy the video and let's get into it. So we'll run through the injuries quickly. For the Giants, still going to have most likely no Evan Neal. He's doubtful, so I, I'm not expecting him to play. Dexter Lawrence still questionable with a hamstring. Of course, he played last week. I would think he probably plays through it. Darren Waller's interesting. I mean, Darren Waller could come back. I've heard people say he she might come back this week, but you know, it wouldn't shock me if they just were safe about it and waited a, an extra week, but he might be out there playing limited uh, limited snaps. So that would not surprise me. He's really like 50-50 in my mind, so we'll see about that. Uh, Justin Pugh's questionable with a calf, so he got a limited practice on Friday, so he seems like really questionable. Um, for the Saints, not much. I mean, Chris Olave has the ankle injury. He did not practice all week. So if he's out, that's a huge loss. Their wide receiver won. Uh, Michael Thomas is already out for the year. So Olave would be a big loss for this team. Taysom Hill had a full practice Friday. He should be fine. Uh, Cameron Jordan with an ankle injury. He practiced, he practiced in limited fashion all week. Um, Rashid Shahid, he missed last week with a thigh injury, but he got a full practice on Friday. I would think he plays, uh, Peyton Turner still on IR. He did practice in a limited fashion on Friday, their former first round pick. So he might play, uh, Kendra Miller, one of their backup running backs is out, but no major like injuries outside of Chris Olave. Like he seems like the guy that could miss this game. So if he were to miss, that'd be big. And even Rashid Shahid right behind him. So the Saints might be down their top two or three wide receivers in this game. Um, and for the Giants, once again, not much to worry about. I mean, Evan Neal, of course, probably not playing. Dexter Lawrence, I think, should be fine. And for Darren Waller, I think he seems like 50-50. So we'll see what happens with him. But as for this matchup and looking at the uh, the Saints and where they rank on the year, um, as I mentioned, it's been a weird year for them. They're six and seven, gave out a lot of money to Derek Carr. Um, 
And this is a matchup of two teams that probably regret giving their quarterbacks big extensions in the offseason. Well, not an extension for Carr. Um, that was a free agent signing. But for the Saints on the year, they rank 15th in points on offense. They're 13th in total yards, 13th in turnovers. So it could be... Uh, you know, it could be worse. I feel like Derek Carr does a pretty good job of protecting the ball because he's very conservative. Um, they're seventh in passing attempts, so they like to pass the ball a lot. 14th in passing yards. 20th, though, in passing touchdowns. They've had a big red zone issue this year, and that's kind of what Derek Carr does. They are ninth in rushing attempts, but they are 20th in rushing yards. Um, I feel like Alvin Kamaris came back and had a great year. I was heavily invested in him for fantasy football this year. I know he was suspended, but it worked out great. He's been awesome for fantasy. Um, defensively, the Saints are 10th in points allowed, 13th in yards. They are 5th in takeaways, so got to watch out for that. Um, Passing-wise, they're 7th best in passing yards allowed, but they're 26th in rushing yards allowed on the ground. So, you know, could be a nice day for Saquon, hopefully. Um but yeah, this Saints team doesn't scare me that much. There was a time in the past when it was Drew Brees. Like, I would hate to play in New Orleans because it felt like the Giants had no chance to win those games. Um, but I feel like now it's Derek Carr. It's, you know, uh, what's his name? Dennis Allen, a head coach, who I don't think is that good of a coach. Like, it's just so different now. And they have some injuries, of course, the Saints. And I don't think Derek Carr is 100%. Uh, if Chris Olave misses, I think if Chris Olave misses, the Giants have a real shot to win this game. Even if he does play, the Giants probably still have a shot. But if Chris Olave misses the game, I might sprinkle some money on the Giants' uh, money line because I, I really could see that being the case. Uh, the Saints' defense, they have guys there that are good players. Like you have Cameron Jordan, who's a bit older now, obviously. Um, Carl Granderson's pretty good. Demario Davis, who's up there in age but still playing well. Uh, Paul Sinadevo has his moments. Isaac Yadam's there, our former cornerback, Isaac Yadam. Uh, Tyron Matthew. I don't know how Tyron Matthew's playing this year. He does have three interceptions. I, I have no idea if he's still playing well or not. He's 31 now. But... um. Some veteran good players there. Um, they have a rookie kicker, Blake Groupie. He's been pretty inconsistent, I feel like, this year. He does rank 30th in field goal percentage, so um, not what you want to see there from him. He's definitely missed some easy kicks I've seen this year on red zone. I would look forward to how Deontay Banks plays against Chris Olave. That'd be a fun matchup to watch. Um, Dory Jackson, you can probably stick, him, uh, stick him on like A.T. Perry or someone like that. Lim Bowden is their slot receiver. Is it Bowden or Bowden? I forget. But Lim Bowden, Bowden is their slot receiver, and Cordell Flott should hopefully take care of him. I don't think Bowden's even that good. Um, let's see. Stopping the run-wise, I would think the Giants should be okay because, as I said, the Saints have struggled to run the ball this year. They tried to bring over Jamal Williams in the offseason. He was great with the Lions last year, but the Lions have a better offensive line. So Jamal Williams' numbers have declined, and he did battle a hamstring injury this year as well. But Alvin Kamara looks good this year. I'm more worried about him as a receiver as compared to a runner, which I think we all are. Um, the Saints offensive line is, uh, it's okay. It's not, it's not like special, but like, you know, Eric McCoy has been a really good center for a long time. Ryan, Ryan Ramchek at right tackle has been really good for a long time. I think the Giants passed on him back in that 2017 draft for uh, Evan Engram. So that's a shame. So thanks, Jerry Reese. Um, you know, Andres Pete at left tackle. I feel like he's averaged. Of course they lost, um, what's his name? The guy who went to the Dolphins a couple years back, uh, Teron Armstead went to the, uh, Dolphins a couple years back. He used to be their left tackle, but 
you know, Dexter Lawrence has to step up, obviously, and try and stop the run. Um, Kayvon, it seems like a pretty decent matchup for Kayvon if he's up against Pete most of the time. So if that is the matchup, I would think Kayvon can hopefully get to Derek Carr maybe a couple times. That'd be nice. Um, watch out for Xavier McKinney. The guy's been great lately. He's now up to a, a an 82 PFF grade on the year, McKinney. I feel like he was like in the 50s at some point in like the middle of the year. So for him to be playing this well lately um, is awesome. This is the best grade of his career by a pretty good amount. 2021, he was a 75.4 grade. Now he's at an 82, and the guy has been playing out of this world lately. Um, who else? Who else? I mean, I mentioned Deontay Banks on Chris Olave. That'd be a fun matchup. I, You guys know if you've watched me for years, I'm not a big Derek Carr guy. I don't see the appeal. I think the guy is as mid as it gets. So, you know, I'm not expecting Carr to have, like, an amazing game. So, I mean, I'm really not that afraid of Derek Carr. It's funny. I'm looking at the PFF grades for the Saints defense, and Isaac Yadam is ranked what is he like he has an 85 grade which is third best of all corners in the nfl he has not played that much i feel like he has not really gotten that many snaps outside of like weeks three four 12 13 and 14 so he's really played like five games but the guy has a freaking 85 grade so i always liked isaac yadam i think we got rid of him back in that after that 2021 season that horrible season with joe judge but i thought he was a solid player but anyway so how can the Giants attack this Saints defense? I would love to have Darren Waller. I really would. Like The Saints have been really bad against tight ends in recent weeks. I feel like the last five games the Saints played, they've been so bad against tight ends. So having a guy like Waller in this game would be really nice. But if it's not Darren Waller, I would think Bellinger can probably make some plays against this, uh, this Saints defense who can't cover that position. Uh, Paulson Adebo actually has a... 84 PFF grade on the year. I was a big fan of his coming out of Stanford. Oops. Um, he was supposed to declare for the draft, and I think, was it 2022 or 2021? And then he went back to college for a year, but I was really into him. I was hoping the Giants would take a shot on him. He was a third-round pick. So, you know, unfortunately, he's now with the Saints. And he had a game this year where he had, like, two interceptions, a forced fumble. Like, he is a, a playmaker. So, got to watch out for that guy on the outside. Um I mentioned Tyron Matthew. He has a 75 grade, so the guy's still playing pretty well. Demario Davis has an 88 grade, even at the age of, uh, he's 34 now, almost 35. Wow. So, guy's playing out of this world. But, yeah, they have good players. Like, the Saints defense as a whole is not, like, amazing, but they have certain guys on this defense, whether it's Adebo, Matthew, Demario Davis, Granderson, uh, Cam Jordan like they have like five or six guys where it's like all right those guys are real players but like the other four or five guys I'm not really that worried about um I know Marcus May was their safety he's on IR now the former Jet so don't have to worry about him um but for the Giants offense I mean you know I'm hoping to see Jalen Hyatt play obviously play a lot more we'll see if Wendell Robinson can build on this uh week he had last week he had the big catch to pretty much win them the game um, the Giants offensive line has not been that big of an issue lately. You know, it's funny how once Daniel Jones goes out and Tyrod comes in, it looks better. And we saw last week, Tommy DeVito must have escaped from like three or four sacks. You know, like I got an argument on Twitter, as I tend to do, with somebody who said like, you know, well, now the offensive line is playing better. It wasn't Daniel Jones. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, did you watch the game? Like, like DeVito got away from like three, four, five sacks. And you're like, you're like the offensive line wasn't tremendous in the game on Monday night, but you have to give DeVito credit. Like quarterbacks 
are so key in, in trying to avoid sacks. Like, I feel like sacks is, is always put on the offensive line, but quarterbacks make the difference as well. It's like, can you read where a blitz is coming from? Like, can you, do you know where your hot read is? Like, can you get the ball out quickly? So, you know, some quarterbacks are good at that, and some quarterbacks can evade the pressure. Like, if you watch Lamar Jackson on a Sunday, that guy is so freaking good at just, like, maneuvering in the pocket. And, you know, even Tommy DeVito, to a degree, was awesome on Monday at doing that. There were at least three or four plays, once again, where I'm like, oh, shit, the Packers got a sack. And then you see DeVito make, like, a nice move in the pocket, be elusive and get out of it and run for a first down and run for a few yards and avoid that sack. So... I don't think the offensive line is like magically playing much better. I think you have to give credit to DeVito for getting away from the pass rush. I think the quarterback's doing a great job at that. So, um, Darius Slayton's still out there on the outside. And once again, if Bellinger is like the full-time guy, I could see him having a nice game. I feel like Saquon, when they played the Saints last time a couple of years ago, he had a big game. He had that big catch to pretty much win them the game in 2021. Um, I remember John Ross had that big catch in that game too, but I think he's retired. He actually, is he retired? I feel like he retired and now he's making a comeback. I forget. I don't know. I don't know where John Ross is at right now, but I don't know. Maybe he retired. Maybe he didn't. So anyway, um, we'll see. We'll see if DeVito and the magic can continue. I I keep thinking at some point it's going to end, but you know, the saints do have a pretty solid defense, I guess, but you know, this this isn't the best matchup, but I could see it going on for one more week. I, I would think next week against the Eagles, I think they play, I'm pretty sure. That's probably, like, the game where it's like, all right, like, this, you know, this whole thing is over. But, you know, this, this can go on for one more week. I, I think it could. I, I'm hoping that they can win this game because at this point, like, the draft pick is, it's whatever. It's out of my mind. After they won last week, I was like, whatever. So, you know, hoping to win this game, but yeah, next week they're at Philly, and we know how the Giants do there, so I think if this DeVito thing goes on, it's probably for one more week, and hopefully they can find a way to get this win on Sunday, so anyway, that's going to do it for the game preview, I guess I'll predict the score, I've been doing that lately, I got it wrong last week, I think I said 23-16 Packers, so got that one wrong, but um, should I predict the Giants to win, am I that crazy today, I mean... I kind of want to pick the Giants. I mean, I feel like, you know, I, I keep feeling like, oh, this DeVito thing, it can't go on much longer, but it keeps going on. So, you know, screw it. I'll ride, I'll ride out with it for one more week. I will say the Giants, I'll say the Giants win this game like 24-21. I'll, I'll say that. 24-21 Giants, they get the 6-8. and eight. They keep the playoff hopes alive for one more week until they go to Philly and ultimately probably lose. So... We'll see what happens, but I think they can win this game. But anyway, let's get into the Week 15 spread picks. All right, so on to the spread picks. Uh, last week was really good for me. I went 10-3-1. and um, Of course, I lost with the Giants. I lost with the Dolphins. The Dolphins one was crazy. It was Dolphins minus 13, and they were up by 14 with like, or were they at 13 or 14? I don't know, whatever it was. They were up by 13 or 14 with like 2 minutes and 50 seconds left, thinking like, all right, I might win this one. And they somehow lost the game. And I also lost with the Falcons. I, I might be dumb picking them. Anyway, so now on the season, I'm 97, 88, and 7. So not, not a bad place to be after a big week like that. Um, so this game already happened. Cincinnati had the walk-off victory on the field goal. This game is about to start up. I'll just pick it for the hell of it. Um, Colts and the Steelers. It's Colts minus one. I I don't love the Steelers with Mitch Trubisky. I can't lie. Um, if the Colts are still missing Jonathan Taylor, but 
I feel like, you know, Mike Tomlin has to go 500 every year, so I feel like this might be one of those games where they get it, but I don't know. It's a tough one. I think I'll just say Indy. They're the home team, and it's only one point, so I'll just take Indy minus one, but I, I could see, like, the Mike Tomlin magic doing it again. Um, Saturday night here, we have the Broncos at the Detroit Lions. Lions minus four and a half. Um... This should be a close game, I feel like. You know what? I think I'm going to take Denver. I'll take Denver plus four and a half. Um, you know, I'm I'm waiting for the Lions to have one of these offensive outbursts where Jared Goff stops turning over the ball and they look great, and this could be that game. But as we know, the you know Broncos defense has been one of the best in the NFL since that you know 70-point game they let up against the Dolphins. So um, the Broncos defense has to be great in this game to probably win it, but I think they can do it. So I'll take Denver plus 4.5. Atlanta at Carolina. Here's my favorite team, the freaking Falcons. Um, Atlanta minus three on the road. This feels like a game where they give the running backs like 40 carries. Like that's a, that's a Arthur Smith game script right there. I, I will take Atlanta minus three. So I'm already breaking my own rules, but I just feel like they're going to give Bijan 18 carries. They'll give Algier 14 carries. Patterson will get seven carries and you're hoping to rush for like 250 on the ground and just be more efficient in the red zone. Um, Carolina's offense is so, so bad right now. So, you know, it's just hard to pick them. I, I did pick them a couple weeks ago and it worked, but I just, I don't know. There's something about Carolina, obviously a one win team where I'm like, I just can't do it. It's only three points Falcons. Let's see if they can do it. So I'll take Atlanta minus three. Chicago at Cleveland. This could low-key uh, low be a good game. You have Justin Fields and the Bears, who are looking much better lately, at the Cleveland Browns, led by Joe Flacco, who actually has looked pretty good lately. Um, I think I want to take Chicago. I've been riding with Chicago the past few weeks. It's been working out. Um, I still think the public perception of the Bears is not that great, but I really feel like they may have figured out some things. The Bears' defense is actually kind of good lately, so... Um, the Browns are also missing Grant Delpit and one of their edge rushers to injury. So I think that the Chicago Bears can hopefully move the ball in this game. Cleveland's offense is fine with Flacco, but as I mentioned, Chicago's defense has looked good lately. So I think I'll take Chicago plus three. Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. So we have the Titans favorites by three. Will Levis coming off a big game on Monday night. The big comeback win against Miami. Um, no CJ Stroud for Houston. I think Nico Collins is out. No Tank Dell, of course. This offense is going to look rough. With uh, I think is it Davis Mills or is it Case Keenum? I, I don't think they decided yet. I think they said late tonight they might decide. I don't know. But whoever the hell it is, I probably like Case Keenum more. He has no arm at this point, but he can still manage a game much better than Davis Mills and probably moves around better. But yeah, I'll take Tennessee. Screw it. It, it feels weird to take a, a favorite of Tennessee, but you know what? I'll do it because I don't think Houston's that good when C.J. Stroud's not there. And, and no Tank Dell, no Nico Collins. I mean, what the hell are we going to pick Houston for? So, yeah, Tennessee minus three for me. KC at New England. It's going to be New England plus eight and a half. Um, man, it's a close one for me. I really want to take the Patriots. I really do. I feel like something's up with the Chiefs, and they have not looked great, but... You have Mahomes coming off, I think, two straight losses now, right? I, I forget. But, yeah, they have not looked great lately. I'm going to assume this is a game where the Chiefs really get their stuff together. So, you know what? I'll just take the Chiefs minus eight and a half. Um, they have to get it right at some point, And, 
you know, I, I could see the Patriots coming out here and playing well in the first half, but I would have to think at some point in the second half that the Chiefs pull away. There is no Isaiah Pacheco, so a lot of it's going to be on Patrick Mahomes to, you know, lead this offense, but I don't see why he can't do that. The Patriots do have an extended rest. They had played on Thursday, but yeah, I'll take the Chiefs. They have to get it right at some point. They're playing a freaking terrible team, so let's just, yeah, come on. Um, Giants at Saints. Uh, Giants will be plus five and a half. I will take the Giants. I think they could win this game. Um, I think this DeVito thing may go on for one more week, and I think this can continue here in New Orleans. The Jets are at the Dolphins. Another one o'clock game here. Dolphins minus eight and a half. I think I'll take the Jets. You know, I took the Jets last week. They, they won the game by a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take the Jets. Why the hell not? I, I just don't think Miami is going to be that great offensively in this game. They're facing a good defense. Uh, Tyreek Hill is either going to play in a very limited fashion or they might not have him at all. Devon Achan might be out as well. So, yeah, it's like the Dolphins are missing a lot of firepower. I think the Jets could compete in this game, so I'll take the Jets plus 8.5. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. This is a good game here for playoff implications and everything. Green Bay minus 3. The Packers looked so bad on Monday, but I'm going to go back to them. I'll take the Packers, minus three. Um, You know, of course, I do like Baker. I kind of hope the Buccaneers win, but I do think the Green Bay Packers should win this game. They have some injuries. I mean, both their running backs are hurt. You know, Dylan and Jones, I think both may play. One may sit, whatever. Um, Dontavian Wicks has an injury, the wide receiver. So there are some injuries, but... I remember last time Baker played in Green Bay, it went horribly. He had like three interceptions, so I'm just going to hope that may happen again. Um, Next game, San Francisco at Arizona. Arizona, a plus 12.5 at home. Jeez. Um, I'm going to take San Francisco. i got to take one of these big spreads here. So I'll take San Francisco minus 12.5. Um, I went against them last week in the big spread. I got that by a point. Shout out to Drew Locke and the Seahawks. But... This week, I'll take San Francisco on the road in a dome as 12.5-point favorites. Washington at the L.A. Rams, 6.5-point favorites here for the Rams. Um, Washington coming off a bye, and I think I'll take them. I still think the Rams win this game, but I do think Washington can keep this close. So, you know, I I could see the Rams winning by like 3, 4, 6, whatever. I will take the Commanders to cover 6.5. The Dallas Cowboys at the Buffalo Bills. This is a great game here. Buffalo minus one and a half. It's kind of odd seeing that Buffalo um, are the favorites in this game, but I'm going to go with that. I think Buffalo is just riding high right now. Dallas is kind of due for a loss, I feel like. I mean, you know, it's an outdoor game in Buffalo. So you have Dak Prescott and a team that plays in warm weather, you know, in a dome, of course. So going out to Buffalo, I feel like that's a big advantage for the uh, the Bills. So I will take Buffalo, but it would not surprise me if the uh, the uh, Cowboys won that game. So Bills minus one and a half for me. We have the Baltimore Ravens at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars plus three and a half. Um, I think I'll take Baltimore here. Baltimore plus or Baltimore minus three and a half for me. I, I, you know, Jacksonville's fine. Like, they're a decent team. I'm still worried about Trevor Lawrence's mobility with the ankle. He didn't look that great last week. He definitely made some mistakes and didn't move as well as he usually does. So, 
I'll take Baltimore. You know, their defense hasn't been as great lately. I think Kyle Hamilton's out, which kind of concerns me. But still, Baltimore's the better team. I'll take them minus three and a half. Uh, this game was Thursday. Still surprised about that final score. Um, Philly at Seattle. Um, Seattle, three-point dogs at home. Didn't realize it was only three. That's a very low spread. Geno Smith is, like, legitimately questionable with that groin injury. So I'm not sure if he's going to play or not. But I think either way, I'll take Philly. It's It feels like the safer pick right now with the uncertainty of the quarterback position. Um you know, I do like Drew Locke for the most part, but I will just take the Eagles, who are coming off a pretty embarrassing loss last week. I trust them to get it right. So it is in Seattle. It's tough. But you know what? Let's just go with the uh, the Eagles minus three. So that's going to do it for the video. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hopefully the spread picks do well again, and I'll talk to you guys next time.